Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome, welcome, friends. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, we have to join us. So, um, I believe I Snapchatted y'all about what happened to me at this concert, Correct. No. Which thing? You snapped during the concert, but yeah, oh, did well, I Snapchat you about the thing after or the thing how the concert ended? Let me put it that way. Oh, didn't you get drenched? We got right. soaked. That's I right. went yep, yep. to go see Cheap Trick and Rod Stewart with my mom and my sister at SPAC, which is a lovely outdoor concert venue in upstate New York, and. Absolutely great show. Was having a was having a blast. And then for the last like two songs, like during the like last two songs, it started downpouring. Like close so we like got up and left because there was only one song left and we were like it's whatever. Like I had already heard all my favorites. I like we were fine. But it was like <clears throat> storming downpouring like i'm pretty sure lightning struck like within a mile of us it was so fucking loud so yeah that happened <laughs> yes zach speaking of um musicians and concerts and speaking of john mulaney and speaking of news channel 13 of course um news channel 13 has announced that it is that yesterday was Mick Jagger's 79th birthday oh fun i um desperately need to see the rolling stones before either mick jagger or keith richards dies because not to be rude but those are the two that matter i thought you were going to say that those are the two who are going to be the first to go at this point i don't know if keith richards can die is the thing because he has done so many drugs and if that hasn't taken him out already he's like ozzy I don't know if anything will. No, so yeah. That, that's, basically, that's basically Ozzy Osbourne, hmm. who is like the. Aren't they legitimately Rasputin. studying his blood? Yeah. Like, I'm certain that man is being studied because he, there is no reason he should be alive. You think the insane, inordinate amount of drugs in his system are somehow, like, reversing the natural oxidizing process that happens to you? It might be protecting him, honestly, at yeah. this point. But I don't know. I don't know nearly as much about Ozzy Osbourne as you do, Zach. I know the bat thing, but, like, who doesn't? Yeah. His dad told him... That by the time he was 18, he was either going to be famous or in jail. And he was both. I love that for him. <laughs> I was like, wow, what an overachiever. <laughs> I literally, for the longest time, I only, like, you know, the pictures of him that, like, are, like, the most famous. Like, when he's, like, I don't know exactly how old, but, like, he's older. He's got the circle specs and everything. Like, much later in his career, I fa I Googled him once because I was like, what, like, was, was this guy ever young? He's always looked kind of crusty. I was not expecting what I found. He's very good looking. He was incredibly good looking when he was like in his 20s yeah. or whatever. Holy shit. Yeah. Did not see that one coming whatsoever. I I played you some of his like post Black Sabbath music, right? On yes, our way you out did. to Rock. Yeah. 
I didn't get into it for the longest time, and then I was finally like, you know what? Like, it's Ozzy. I should listen to it. And I was like, this bangs, like, really hard. Like, yeah. a apart from the ones that everyone knows, like, Crazy Train, mm -hmm. like, his post-Black Sabbath career is actually, like, really good. Like, I obviously wish Black Sabbath, but, you know. I know so very little about Ozzy Osbourne, other than the songs I've heard, they shred. He has some really good anti-war stuff good for him honestly we love yeah. to hear it we love to see it um and also i gotta say shout out to my man uh rod stewart for uh flying the ukrainian flag during one of the songs at the concert that was nice of him um oh actually one of our previous conversations kind of inspired this question do you like would you want to be selected for jury duty at like like a serial killer trial or something. Are face masks still mandatory? Let's say no. Let's just say like in like. Am I allowed to wear a face mask? Do you want to? Yeah. Oh, okay then. Yeah, sure. I want them like seeing me. Oh, that's so like, valid. Like, like do not perceive me. Just look right at the judge. All right, yeah, fine. Face masks are still required. You are currently, you're called up for jury duty. You are selected. It is for the trial of a serial killer. If I was allowed face mask, my big ass aviators, hat and hood, then yes. Also long sleeves and shorts, no identifying marks. Brooks, you're shaking your head. Yeah, I... See, that part doesn't bother me if they see my face. The reason I wouldn't do it is because, kind of like we had talked about last week, um, <laughs> that there's a big difference between, like, enjoying true crime as a hobby and, like, reading books versus, like, actually hearing it from the person that does the serial killing. Hmm. Because in a lot of those cases, you're looking at, like, crime scene photos you're hearing detailed witness statements you might hear testimony from the killer themselves you might hear from family members of the victims and a lot of those people have to go into therapy for the rest of their lives like they actually sometimes get ptsd from it okay well that just changed my answer it did change <laughs> um you see that oj simpson put out a statement on the overturning of roe of all <laughs> and people he and he was like to deny these women choice over their bodies i was like mm. have you seen that tweet it's like there's a photo where it's like oh oj simpson says he doesn't like being in la because he feels like he might be sitting next to quote whoever did it and someone just retweeted this photo with like you gotta admire his commitment to the bit and like they're so right is the thing okay yeah brooks honestly you changed my answer because at first i was like oh that might be like Again, as a true crime, like, maniac, I was like, oh, that could be really interesting. But when you put it in perspective like that, actually, yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. Yeah, I, um, I've watched a lot of true crime documentaries where they, like, um, oh, I can't remember which one I was just watching, where they interviewed some of the jurors from the trial. Um, some serial killer or another might come to me. Was but they were interviewing no, because I just started that one. Oh, hmm. I think it was actually a, like a movie and not a series. Hmm. Um, that for some reason I thought was a series. Oh, it's going to bug me. I just watched it like last week. But they were interviewing members of the jury and like what their lives were like afterward. And man, haunted. Yeah, okay. Yeah, when you put it like that, you're hmm. definitely right. Although that kind of raises another question. What would it like... What would be the most interesting type of case for you personally to be on the jury for? Mm. Election fraud? That would be fun for you, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. For... Mm. I don't know. Maybe some kind of yeah, like, you... like a heist. Or something like that, or some like some crazy high profile like theft. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. 
not that this is like a jury jury, but like I did actually um, apply and heard back from um, on a position on the January 6th committee. That like, would to be work wild. With. I am like, even though I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy where I am. I'm still sad that I didn't get that. Yeah, no, that, that would have been, been nuts. Yeah. Yeah, something crazy like no, that. A heist, no, a heist sounds like fun because there's a lot of excitement and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Right, like... Well, I mean, yeah. rich people get hurt, but, you know, again, screw them. Right, right. <laughs> right, no, that's more what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah, people are physically hurt. I think that would be difficult because I was like, oh, sexual assault, because I'd really want that guy to suffer, but then I'm like, oh, man, that would be hard. Yeah, no, that'd be but very if- rough. If they show something and they were like, this like casino mogul lost fifty million, I'd be like, huh. <laughs> take that bitch. Because they probably ask you questions about like, you know, how you felt toward wealthy people. And you'd be like, I think they should be treated just like everybody else. <laughs> no, yeah, I would, literally I'd be like, I'd, um, they also can deserve joke. right. They deserve justice. <laughs> You know, it would just be the, the one juror who got, I'd be the only juror to, to, to be held in contempt of court because I couldn't keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that'd be such a power move. I'd just be, over, like, like you just look over and I'd be silent. My shoulders would be, like, shaking. <laughs> there, actually, that just, like, made me think of something. There is nothing, like, when you're, like, in church and you're not supposed to laugh. Like, there is nothing like that that will have you, like, vibrating with the effort of trying not to laugh. And frankly, I think the only thing that might be comparable is being on a jury. Because, like... No, like... Funeral. Yeah. uh, That, too. Literally, my mom goes to church once a year on Christmas with the rest of our family. And every single year, there's always something that has me, my mom, and my sister staring at each other in the pews, crying, trying not to laugh. Like, something always happens. No, and like, it's not even that funny, objectively, but in the moment, it is the funniest thing that has ever existed. If, like, Bridget, if you and I, for whatever reason, ever ended up on jury on jury duty together, like, do not look at me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd like that. Oh, that would be a problem. Is what that would yeah. be. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say, don't make eye contact, but then I feel like you could even sense um, your peripheral vision that you're being looked at, and that's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just feel it. Yeah, that'd be bad. If there's ever any situation wherein there's, like, something that's, like, a little bit ridiculous, but you have to take it serious at the time, for example, when something's funny in church, if you and I were ever in that situation together, Zach, we would get thrown out of whatever building we were in. Automatic mistrial. Yep. Yeah, no. We we would cause so much trouble if we were ever in a situation like that, ever. Yeah. I just had one of those moments earlier today because I was at a bike shop and the guy was, you know, talking real serious about bikes, you know, it's very knowledgeable Oh, you stuff. again? A different one. I'm looking around. Yes, tell me. Tell me all um, the things. I love hearing about your journey attempting <laughs> to buy a bike. But he had, um, because basically I'm looking for a bike that doesn't exist because I want one that does all the things and so I keep talking to these people and like, you know, you're going to have to sacrifice some things, bud. Yeah. Yeah, right, but I can't decide what. Um, and so, and I, I have explained to each person I've talked to now that, like, I'm a runner, I do all the races and stuff, but I'm looking for something different as a challenge. And so this guy today, I can't remember the exact phrase he used, but he was being very serious, and it sounded very silly, something along the lines of, well, considering your level of, of athletic prowess or something like that, and on, man. the way that I had to swallow laughter and act like I was taking this guy seriously, I just couldn't. Or it was like an athlete of your caliber or some sort of phrase like that that was just. And I, oh man, I almost lost it. I was so proud of myself that I just Honestly, kept nodding. I am proud of you. Good, good job. Good job not losing it. Man, oh, it was really hard. Nicely he was, done. He was so serious, so serious. Very nicely done. Oh man, now I'm thinking. 
Let me see if I'm looking. I can... Feels we... like I'm back in that moment. We haven't done. Uh, we haven't really done a hot or not in a while. By the way, I remember the name of the serial killer. It was Dennis Nielsen. Last He's a British serial killer. Yeah. Yes, they definitely have at some point. I can't remember if that's one I listened to yeah. recently or one I listened to a while ago. Uh, British serial killer killed like fifteen people. Um, yeah, he would like put headphones on them and have them listen to music yeah. and then like. But he got caught because he kept flushing body parts down the toilet. Oh my god! Yeah, and it got backed up. And so when they called the plumbers because the pipes were backed up, they were like, um, "This is full of human bodies." Oh my god! I forgot about that. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bad. Ugh. Yeah. There's, there's a Dennis Nilsson tapes. It's like a bunch of tapes of him talking, and the way that he talks, oh, he's no. just so pretentious. They're always so pretend- like that. They're always <sighs> like that. But he's got like the fancy British accent, so and it makes he, it that like, much worse. And, yeah, and he like uses this phrasing that's like fancy, and it's just I hate him. No, yeah, that's that's so valid. Um, actually, kind of speaking of like, I guess in the same vein as like true crime, like things that because it's kind of is it the most ethical ethical thing in the world to be like what's a murder trial you'd enjoy being on the jury for or whatever here's another thing that's uh, a little ethically dicey this person on reddit posted i would love to see a steroid olympics in order to view the true peak of human strength and endurance which like yeah i get it yeah um so yeah what other ideas do you have that would spice up some existing uh events or sports that could never happen due to the ethical and legal issues. One of mine is badminton, but the birdie is on fire. Ooh, that's fun. And like the ground is an extremely flammable, like covered in an extremely flammable substance. Okay, that makes it a little less so. <laughs> Cause that's bound to hit the ground at some point. Okay, then let's just say badminton, but the birdie's on fire. That's one of mine. And, like, yeah, honestly, the steroid Olympics sounds extremely interesting. Like, fuck it, let's see how high someone can really jump. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's someone's choice if they want to take, you know, yeah. steroids to their body. Yeah, I mean... Wouldn't yeah. recommend it. Bad decision. Wouldn't not a great decision, but are, is every single decision I make great? Absolutely not. No. We all make terrible decisions all the time. Mm-hmm. That's uh, when you want to make Yeah, uh, badminton, but it's on fire... What was that, Zach? Tackle poker. Ooh. All the rules apply, except you can, for whatever reason, just, like, pummel someone. Yeah, honestly, any kind of, like... Very, like... Any sport where it's, like, not particularly, like, vigorous activity, but people take it really Mm -hmm. seriously. Like, golf, for example. People get fucking... It's not a very vigorous activity, but people get fucking worked up over that shit. Golf, but you can beat your opponent with the club. Swimming, no, but no. put sharks in the water to encourage speed. Love it. Golf, but like one of your clubs is specifically meant for the other players. Oh, perfect. Like you have like, I don't know, clubs with like a five iron and nine wood. And then like my combat club. <laughs> that actually just reminded me. Um, One of the times when my mom went on her yearly golf outing with her golf league, Somebody bought a fake golf ball that, like, explodes into streamers when you hit it and planted that for someone else when they got up to the tee. And then when the, and then after that had happened, they tied the streamers to the back of their golf cart and drove around the course like that. So that's fun. That could also be fun. Golf, but the ball might explode. Baseball, but you get extra points for hitting people with the ball. Ooh. <laughs> Either by pitching or when you hit it with the bat. I also think just, like, adding alcohol into a lot of, like, any kind of, like, mind-altering like, substance into some sports could be very dogs? interesting. Huh? Hot dog eating contact with hot dogs placed. Just how high can humans really get? <laughs> Yeah. 
have you seen that tweet? In fact, it may have been Bridget who sent it, but that's like, that's like, why are all edibles like candy? Or oh, yeah, I want <laughs> I did send that. I'm glad that I have such a consistent brand where someone remembers a tweet like that entering the group chat and is like, oh yeah, it was probably her. Running, but you take an Ambien first and whoever makes it through this without falling asleep. That's... <laughs> that honestly sounds like a Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> or you like, you have to like, sit on your legs. <laughs> Till they fall asleep and then run downstairs. <laughs> that would probably get somebody killed, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the upper class twit of the year Monty Python skit sketch. Oh yeah. Oh. I was thinking the one that they did with the Special Olympics. Mmm. And they're they're at the starting line for the hundred meter dash for the death. They fire off the <laughs> yeah. it's so terrible. It's so awful, but like 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 the four hundred meter breaststroke for non swimmers. I'll just jump in the pool and nobody comes back. <laughs> oh man. I think about the Olympic hide and go seek sketch a lot. If you get like, introduced you know, to Monty Python at a formative age, like there's there's no going back. You can yeah. make like there's just no coming back from that. You know what I mean? It fundamentally changes you. Jesus, ignore me. Um, Have you seen those those I guess TikToks that where it's like. It's, it's, it's normally siblings with, like, a parent, where they both take a shot, and the parent has to guess which one had vodka and which one had water. Yes. Are we saying that should be no. an Olympic sport? Should. That'd be fun. <laughs> that, wait, wait, can I say something that, like, it's not me saying it because it's Daniel Tosh, who is very politically incorrect, but it's him saying it. Okay, yeah. So I'm not saying, but it's still funny. He said that poker should be an Olympic sport, but you can only play with what your country's worth. <laughs> I was like, I didn't say it. It's but like a little bit funny. While, but while we're on the subject of like awful competitions, yeah, or ways to make competitions awful, it's a little bit funny. Like, fuck that guy, but. No, definitely. I mean, he has, he's very problematic, but. Basketball with the ball as a literal rock. <laughs> this thing referred to it as a rock. Do they actually? Well, yeah, those are the the rock in basketball. But just a big giant rock. <laughs> I'm just imagining how stupid that would look when it goes to the hoop and just thunk. Yeah, honestly, I think my best idea here, though, is badminton, but it's on fire. Speaking of like things that are borderline unethical, bring back Wipeout. Oh like my literally, God. the shit beat out of them. That cause... show was so... my family watched that almost religiously. Yeah, no, we did too. And the way that they just mercilessly tore them apart, like they pause them and draw little like doodles. I know. Them. Oh my God, <laughs> they. That was the peak of reality TV, in my Brooks, opinion. Clean Wipeout. Oh, okay, no, just the way you looked, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> you know, because now I'm like thinking of euphemisms for various balls, like, you know, basketball being wrong. And so I was thinking like football, but an actual pig instead of the pig. <laughs> so they're just Aww. running down the field with a squealing pig. <laughs> All right, yeah, I can fuck with that. <laughs> Mental image of a big burly football player with a tiny piglet. Like a little teacup piglet. <laughs> I kind of love that, actually. That was the face I was making. I was imagining that. Yeah. Oh, I want to do something with rugby, but I don't know what. I had something tangential in my mind and just feels like there's room there. I just want to get to every major sport. That's what I was focusing on. 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh my god. Wait, I'm gonna send... Okay, I sent this to my dad, because I, like, we all always send each other soccer things on Instagram, but I'm gonna send it to you guys. Speaking of, speaking of really unethical sports, <laughs> this video had me die for, like, five minutes. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, oh, he takes him out. <laughs> wow. Actually, I, here's another thing that I have in the document. I want to know which one of you put this question here. And it's, if you could replace water and water fountains worldwide, what would you replace it with? Who here is out there trying to that talk water? like tv show or movie where they replaced the water with hawaiian punch no like what a nice surprise though you're like well there's hawaiian punch okay yeah but i also just like you know who just want to link up and drink water i mean i drink plenty of water of course but actually i currently have two walks got enough there bud <laughs> yeah, actually, I only have two beverages right now instead of the ideal three, but it's whatever. Yeah. Well, we had to convene in a hurry. I was, I was gonna get, like, a beer or something. Thus is life, but oh well. Well, that could be a stream activity or something. Um, mm. Yeah, also, I, I personally wouldn't replace water and water fountains with anything, because I just like knowing that I can, that I can have some agua. Yeah, but like if you couldn't, right? So if you had to pick something that wasn't water, something. So like, basically, what beverage would you want to be accessible from every water fountain in the world, other than water? Ooh, chai latte. Interesting. I just love a good no, okay. chai latte. Hot or ice, yeah, I assume it have matter. to be ice. <laughs> right now, probably one of the refreshers from Dunkin'. I have a problem with them, but like the strawberry dragon fruit lemonade, mm. I could literally just drink that as an activity in and of itself. No, no, no. I do drink that as an activity in and of itself. Honestly, as you should. Yeah. This is this thing you just sent to the group? Is this relevant to what we're talking about? It oh, could no. be. <laughs> CIA says it has found no link between itself and crack and crack trade. Yeah, of course. They're investigating themselves. Things. And it's just funny. Sometimes I just peruse Twitter looking for, like, inspiration. This written by a man named Tim Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love this, this account so much, though. Wait. A real thing? Did I send this to you guys about... Yes, I, I did. About the about like axe throwing companies oh my god yeah axe throwing companies are like about making a competition like unethical yeah that they're now allowed it's to like that literally sounds like something we would come up with like axe throwing but there's alcohol so that's, that's everywhere though i will link this Apparently not washington state in washington until... state places where you could go and throw axes at tar recreational axe throwing where you could do it for like you know chuck axes at a wooden target for fun these places are now allowed to sell alcohol. They do that in New York? Like, well, they didn't in Washington State, apparently. Or they didn't until no, recently. They were like, 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 doing like very complimentary activities, like very hipstery activities, like craft beer and axe throwing. Like, I can oh, definitely yeah, see the overlap in demographic. I see mm -hmm. you putting darts in a bar, and I raise you axes. A bar and an axe throwing. <laughs> no, honestly, that is what that sounds like. I, I would do axe throwing. That sounds fun. I would like to do that it at some point. Fun. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, they gotta have something to because, like, just throwing an axe repeatedly with no other like thing to to kind of supplement that, I think, wouldn't draw a lot of people. But if you can drink while doing it, enjoy a nice craft, nice craft beer. Well, and I mean, it's also the competition yeah, gonna... aspect. You gotta hit points on, you know, accuracy. You're not just throwing it at a wall. There's a target. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
got a few of those options here. And I think I told you guys before about the um, the bar in Chicago that had um, batting cages on the second floor. So bar on the first floor, batting cages on the second. And so people would just get trashed and go up there and try to hit <laughs> balls. That's a banger. Oh my god. Wait, now I want to go. We're coming up. You know, I haven't played softball in years, but I'll give it a shot. Um, I would sometimes go there because it was one of my favorite bars. I don't even know if it's still there or not because I haven't been there in so long. It's called Sluggers, but oh, we would perfect. go. Yeah, this is such we a great game. We would get drunk on super, super terrible old style uh, beer, of course, which is like you know, god awful, um, and then go upstairs and watch people, um, and at least it's almost like guaranteed at least once per night, there's somebody who gets drunk enough to be convinced that the ball can't hurt them. Mm. <laughs> and so they stand there. Oh, boy. <laughs> most of the time they end up like, you know, their uh, fight or flight response kicks in, you know, and they just, but. I'm going to guess it's usually a dude. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Two or one. I always thought that was a terrible idea. Like, who thought? I mean, it's right next to Wrigley Field, like, right next to it. You gotta, so, I mean, you gotta cash in on your location. You're drawing the baseball yeah. fans. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. you could um, hit a baseball and hit Wrigley Field from the, the second building. That's actually so fun. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I guess they had to be able to, but um, I know they were expanding that area several years back, so I don't know if it's still there or not, but hmm. I sure loved it. I have to give that a Google. Maybe it is. Yeah. No, I'm thinking about it. I'll have to look it up. Podcast road trip. Yeah, because there used to be a brewery like across the street from it that I know that they closed for some sort of thing or another. Ew. They moved it. Goose Island, which is a famous national brewery. Noted. What else? We Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how, like, English football games are, like, notorious for crowds getting really drunk and just, like, beating the shit out of each other? Yeah. That, but, like, the players are also drunk? <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. It is still there, sluggers. Ooh. <clears throat> Podcast road trip. 
Uh, how do we feel about doing doing um, hot or not? I can name names. I'm just doing my non-verbals on a yeah. Well, I mean, I'm technically an audio medium, even though we do post yeah. video because that gives me something to do with myself. Um. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. What do we think about my man Reese Darby? Oh, is this our hot or not? Yeah. I'm literally not gonna know any of these people. That's that's you know it. Our flag means death. Steed. Keep on it. Okay, he's attractive. Yeah, and the thing that's the tricky thing is like I wouldn't call him hot, but I also wouldn't call him unattractive. I think he's extremely attractive. And literally, like, the fact that- I think I've sent this to you, like, in some group chat or another, but the fact that he, like, talks about himself, he's like, oh yeah, I wasn't attractive when I was younger, like, this is a recent- like, and then somebody posted a video of, like, 26-year-old Reese Darby, and he's an absolute, like, jaw-dropper. In my humble opinion. And I'm like, who out there made this man feel like he was unattractive at this point in time? But knowing what hot or not is, um, sort of a, a euphemism for it, I guess you might The say. polite version when Zach with, is around. Yeah, I would, I would go with hot in that case. Oh yeah. But also just, again, attractive. Nobody was watching when I did my theatrical link. <laughs> well, at least it's been preserved for the internet. So technically, we can all see it later. <laughs> wink wonk. Um... Actually, yeah, continuing along the vein of people that have been in Our Flag Means Death, because there's definitely a couple. Um, everyone knows how I feel about Con O'Neill at just about yeah. any point in time. Extremely mm -hmm. attractive. Izzy Hands. Izzy, my beloved. Uh, <laughs> my beloved problem-causing boy. <laughs> I love characters that cause problems on purpose. They're so fun. But he's so attractive. He is so attractive he currently, and he was so attractive when he was. There's a some movie that he was. He was in like a you know some like indie British band movie when he was like 24. Holy shit! Incredible. Yeah, in both a euphemistic and not euphemistic way, just incredibly, incredibly attractive. Very much here for him. And his voice is so unique. It really like it just adds to it. In my humble opinion, I'm yeah. sure plenty of people think it's. I'm sure so many people think it's grating, but it, it works for me. Yeah, I mean, hot. Uh, I would agree. <laughs> I would very- actually, yeah, no, Con O'Neill's my background, that's my phone background. Uh, <laughs> I pretend I do not see it. Does anyone else come to anyone's mind, or am I just gonna continue naming names, because... I think about this way too much. Captain Crunch. Zach, what the fuck? <laughs> you literally brought this on yourself, and I just looked at, at my cereal on the counter there. Okay, um, absolutely not. Do you guys know who Joel McHale is? The name sounds familiar. Hold on, let me look him up. Joel... He's, uh, he was used to be on, uh, talk the soup on uh e but he was also in the show community oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i know this guy because <laughs> like i think he's meant to be sort of like classically handsome and like hot but i don't know i just i personally like i think he checks a lot of the boxes of what society considers conventionally yeah. attractive like you know strong jaw bit of scruff you know from the photos i'm seeing decently muscular doesn't do much for me, but we have also long since established my preference for just like weird looking dudes. Yeah, and that's what's interesting is like I recognize that, yeah, like I guess he's an attractive guy, but I just don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, it really doesn't do much lately. for me. Yeah, I've been rewatching Community, and in that show, they're constantly like holding him up as like a sex symbol and having him take off his shirt and stuff, and I'm just like, eh. mm. yeah, no. Yeah, take it or leave it for me. Honestly, Com almost, yeah. like just about completely neutral. That's why I feel like that one's sort of like controversial in a sense because I think you're supposed to think he is, but yet, 
And I mm. feel like he might be one of those people where, like, if you are one of those people who, like, finds yourself particularly attached to that character, you might find him more attractive. Because, like, that's definitely... I don't know, even the character. Uh, well, I mean, that's fair, but that's definitely happened for me where I have, like, started a show and, like, not really known a character, but, like, seen, like, seen, you know, seen an actor in character. I've been like, oh, yeah, I guess they're kind of attractive. Like, eh, maybe. Yeah. But then I, like, wind up getting really attached to the character, and then suddenly, like, I'm in love with them, and I think they're super hot. Which mm-hmm. I just feel like is, like, it's... Personality really, really matters. It does. Because, like, things like that. Like, they happen to me all the time where I'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess they're kind of cute, whatever. And then I fall in love with the character, and suddenly I am just, like, on the floor screaming. Here's one for Zach. James Roday. <laughs> no, I... See, but kind of going back to that, it's so hard to, like, separate their, like, what they, like, they look like compared to their character. Because I love his character. And it's so hard for me to think of him not as, like, Sean Spencer. But his character, like, is him, though. Like, that's right. very much how he is in real life. I oh, heard this, this that, like... guy? Yeah. yeah. Knowing like, almost all... nothing about Psych, I would kind of put him in the same category as the guy we were just talking about. In like... all of the scenes where he's sitting and he's, like, holding a pillow on his lap, apparently that just, like it's a comfort thing for him. Like, like it makes him feel safe and calms him down when he is like, he, the person has anxiety. And I was like, that's actually very sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, maybe if I like watched psych and like found myself particularly attached to this character, my feelings would change, but just looking at pictures of him now, it's kind of like, yeah, he like technically checks a lot of the boxes of what yeah. society considers attractive. doesn't do much for me. I recently watched his audition tape for Psych, and I, man, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, no way he wasn't getting that role based on that. Wait, who? James Roday. When he auditioned for Psych, like, the tape, there's a tape of him auditioning. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Um... What about, I'm blanking on, um, Timothy, um... Timothy Chalamet? Yes, thank you. So, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Lassie. Lassie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not as Lassiter, but in his real life, yes. Well, 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 right, right, I don't... Who am I Googling? Timothy Omenson from Psych. Okay. So he's. See, it's so funny because obviously not his character, but also I would, I still think his character would be fun to be friends with. <laughs> he would. Just like. Just messing with him alone would be. Yeah, I yeah. I'm not going to call him unattractive. He has a very distinctive look going on, and honestly, it works yeah. for him. He pulls it off very well. Like. Yeah, I'll say that. I will say he is attractive. Very unique look, pulls it off well. We'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, as the character of Lassie, he um, he's very, like, severe and clean-cut and, you know, not attractive in that way. But yeah. I've seen him in other contexts where he's, like, beardier and kind of, like, a this. little more disheveled. And it's like, yeah, I know, he pulls that off. Like the, yeah. beard, like the beard, like, flowing mane type thing? It's a whole ass yeah. look. Good for him. Sorry, not to make this like a two-way conversation with Brooks. But, Go for it, Brooks. Um, I do that to you constantly. <laughs> um, um, uh, Bradley Whitford. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I pause for a moment because sometimes his hair is a little too ridiculous for me when it gets a little too, like... Yes. But, but. Uh, see, for me, I would say yes, but also he's one of those people where it's so hard to separate him from his character. Like, But here's the thing. I think older Bradley Whitford is more attractive than young Bradley Whitford. I am seeing really? photos of oldly, older Bradley Whitford now. And again, distinguished-looking gentleman. We'll give because you that. He's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have never, I have only ever like seen episodes of my friends are watching. He was in Get Out. 
Yes, he was. You're looking at that. Which... And he's been in The Handmaid's Tale the last couple of seasons. It's not a great example of... Like, again, in Get Out, like, obviously he's a terrible person, but, like, just distinguished older gentleman vibes going on. Oh, I think he's hot in that movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, terrible. Character Absolutely terrible, terrible, terrible but... character. But again, like, you know, he's got his classy, like, you know, turtleneck blazer, the, like, yeah. very modern glasses. Like, it's a, it's a whole ass look. Yeah, I think that versus, like, him on the West Wing. Like, on the West Wing, he's, like, you know, 30s and just... Very like, disheveled. Yeah. yeah. He's like a man child. Um, this is gonna get controversial. Like a very smart man child, but like a man child. At least um for me and Brooks. Peter Capaldi. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh look, your camera froze. Your camera said no, right. fuck you. Oh, you're back. Did you hear who I said? Nope. Peter Capaldi. Why you gotta throw a bomb into things? Because <laughs> I love when I like uh, I love when I say things conversationally that are like swinging a baseball bat at a hornet's nest. You know that's a grenade. I know it are is. Are you spelling your name? Uh, C A P A L D I. Oh, okay. Because you know how I feel and I know how you feel. I guess it's up to Zach here. <laughs> Look up pictures of him both now and when he was younger. Okay, maybe younger Peter can redeem. <laughs> uh, no, no, it doesn't. Okay, fuck you both. <laughs> she loves him. Can I say that not knowing who took what side until just now? So. <laughs> He, he was her favorite doctor on Doctor Who, and he's probably um, my least favorite of the modern doctors. See? No, he's the hottest actor to play the doctor. I don't care if that's a controversial oh, statement. Matt, Matt Smith. I love him so much. Oh my god. I, he's he's probably my least favorite. That's weird how we're, like, in verses. I know. He's probably my least favorite. And I think David Tennant is way more attractive than Matt Smith, even though I honestly no. like him probably. You don't think David Tennant's attractive? No, but I think he's attractive, but not more attractive than Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Smith doesn't do it for me. Oh no, I love him. He looks, Matt Smith looks particularly good, and this is such a me reference. He was in the original West End cast of American Psycho, the musical version, which is utterly ridiculous. <laughs> But it's also very interesting, and frankly, I wish it hadn't crashed and burned on Broadway the way it did. But that's a whole separate conversation. Anyway, did he play He was Patrick Bateman, and for that yes. role, he got jacked. Cool. And I will, I will send you pictures. I will, say, I will, I will send you pictures. There are photographic evidence. I promise. I will say that for me is peak Matt Smith. It's not even just him, like, um, as just, like, his face or whatever, but, like, as the character with, like, the little bow tie. Like, no, I love he's a good cutie. He's a cutie. I will 100% give you that. I still think 10 and 12 are way more attractive. Also, Peter Cavaldi's hot. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. That's why in my head I was like, man, how would I rank the hotness of the current, the, like, modern era doctors? I'd almost say Jodie Whittaker and Dave Tennant are tied. Jodie Whittaker is extremely attractive. She's like, she's very, very pretty. Yeah, no one can touch Matt Smith for me. So I think the two of them will be tied for a second. I think for me, it would probably, in order of attractiveness, it would probably go Capaldi, Tennant, Whittaker, uh, Smith, Eccleston. And also, I think the Eighth Doctor is very attractive, but his whole tenure is, as the character, is very, very messy, and he only had a super brief opportunity to play him on screen, which is unfair, yeah. because that the actor, his name is Paul McGann, he was very, yeah. like, the costuming in the movie isn't necessarily the greatest, but just him as a person, he was a very attractive man at that point. 
Yeah, that's why I feel like it's hard to bring in the the doctors from the original run just because it's so like inconsistent in terms of what they were in and how long they. Yeah. Oh, as far as the classical run goes, I gotta say five. What's his face? Peter Davison. He was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. He was like the the first one that was considered like widely attractive by audiences. He yeah. was the one who had the celery on his lapel. Knowing absolutely nothing about that incarnation of the Doctor and having never seen any of his episodes, just seen pictures, he's kind of cute. I'll give him mm-hmm. that. I can see why he was considered the first att- quote-unquote attractive one. But yeah, no. Um, Peter Capaldi's attractive. And anyone who disagrees can fight me. He's my last. I put Eccleston above him. Yeah, I don't know. I think Christopher Eccleston is very distinguished looking. Frankly, I think he's more attractive now when he is older. And he also, he's had a beard recently. It's done a lot for him. Isn't it interesting how, like, some people look better when they're younger, but then others look better when they're older? Yeah, I think Christopher Eccleston looks better within, like, the past couple of years. And again, especially now that he's got the beard going on, it's a whole ass look. It's, it's very good. David Tennant, I gotta say, like, has looked good very consistently. Because there's, like, he was, like, in some, like, indie movies when he was, like, 20. And he, like, absolutely adorable. Especially, like, you know, floppy 90s hair going on. And he looks fantastic now. And he's, like, almost 50. Like, way to go, you. Sometimes I miss floppy 90s hair. I love the TikTok of that girl who's, like... I'm crying because I cut my hair like a 90s boy, and I love it. I look like my name is Sean. There were a lot of, uh, no, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Devin Saw. That's the precise haircut that this girl gave herself. I had a poster of Jonathan Taylor Thomas in my bedroom. I think most people your age did at some point. And I had a huge crush on Devin Saw. I don't know who that is. How did, Devin what? Sawa, S-A-W-A. You ever seen, um, Casper? No. <gasps> oh, oh, we not okay. watched that. Again. Yeah, no, I can, I can see. This is like the, um, people having a crush on Max and, um, Thackeray in Hocus Pocus. The exact same, like, boys <laughs> with floppy 90s hair. Yeah. yeah, that's I can I can see well, how a lot of a lot of girls in the '90s were like hell yeah. Devin Saw was in a bunch of things, but I'm suddenly blanking on him. All I can think of, he was in like Final Destination, but like that was when he was older. He was in the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen called Idle Hands. Oh, maybe we should put that on the terrible movies list. Ooh, I used to have it on VHS. It's you know Idle Hands of the Devil's Playthings. One of his hands gets possessed. Fascinating. <laughs> it's so- so bad and it's like a little bit gory at parts it's it's been it's a little bit and along the lines of um oh yeah nothing here is sticking out but again i also was not cognizant for the entirety of the 90s like i didn't exist and when i did exist i was not a like sentient being so none of these seem familiar i wouldn't know a, a big name to point out to you if i saw it He's only in Casper for a couple of minutes at the very end, but, like, if you see that scene and you put yourself in the mindset of, like, a 12-year-old girl, you will swoon. No, again, precisely like Hocus Pocus when the ghost of Thackeray Banks shows up at the end and all the girls are like, and all the 12-year-old girls in 1990-whatever were like, oh, hell yeah. I get it. I absolutely get it. Hmm? Evil Dead was the movie I was trying to think of that has, has a similar vibe to Idle Hands. Interesting. I don't think that that's what I have. Is I have to really this October? I am really planning this. I like September and October because God knows I love spooky season and will extend it for yeah. as long as humanly possible. I am really, really gonna work on seeing the like classics, even if they're not quote unquote like good necessarily. Mm-hmm. So like like stuff that's kind of cheesy, but like def that like made a big impact. So like Halloween, all that kind of stuff. Because yeah, I've never seen those, seen and them. I feel like a terrible yeah. horror fan for never yeah. having seen them. They're ridiculous. I mean, they are top-tier gore. Just really ridiculous. Maybe even going a little too far at points. Because it's, it's literally just non-stop gore. There's no plot. 
Yeah. Although, I mean, frankly, I think it is hard to shock me with gore in older movies after seeing Midsommar. So much. The the gore itself, it is the, um, I'll say, creativity of the gore. Okay. Actually, this is kind of fucked up, but I keep meaning to watch that movie Cannibal Holocaust. We're like yeah, the I, I director. We should all watch. Actually, no, that's kind of it's kind of fucked. But we should watch it together. We're like the director had to like go on the stand and bring the actors with him to prove that they were still alive. Like that happened. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and I like that. That feels like required viewing for somebody who's like really into horror as a genre. And there's Evil Dead the musical too. I don't know if they still have that on Broadway or anything. And oh, like, sounds if you like sit, so much fun. If you sit in the first few rows, you have to wear a poncho because of the fake blood. I have definitely come across, like, I have come across Evil Dead the Musical in my time as a person who listens to a lot of Broadway soundtracks. I haven't actually listened to that one. It's definitely on the list. I just haven't remembered its existence in a hot minute, and you just reminded me of it. Well, you might want to watch the movies first. Oh, God, and yeah. then No, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. Yes, I know a person who went and paid extra to be in the front row to get soaked with fake blood. Honestly, power move. I can't say I disagree. Mm-hmm. I cannot say I disagree. We gotta get a bigger roundtable for some episode soon and do like a throwback hot or not because i can think of a lot of a lot of things that would inspire opinions interesting or at least i think i can because my sister and i have a lot of opinions because we grew up watching a shit ton of old movies because we have old parents so we have a lot oh, of so throwback. we have a lot of throwback opinions. as from long ago yeah we have a lot of opinions on people who used to be hot who used to be very hot. Interesting. I think that could be fun, but that'll be for a future episode when we have more people to discuss with and have mm-hmm. a slightly better plan as I am still getting my life together after moving into a new apartment. So hopefully things will start running more smoothly and more well-planned after this episode is out. Fingers crossed. I promise I'm trying. <laughs> All right, yeah, we've been going for, we've been going for about an hour. I think we did good. And yeah. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Nicely done, everybody. All right. Uh, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we'll be back again next week. And by the time we're back, I promise my apartment, I will actually have decorated. I swear. I keep forgetting. I keep getting caught up. It'll happen. All right. Bye, everybody. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at Aunt Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our discord community using the links in the description you can also help support us via the acast supporter feature or consider donating to our patreon thanks for listening imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.